go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who I'm picking? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. What's up, everybody? Dog Nation. How's everybody doing on another Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger? I'm Jeff Sintel. And we have this sucker packed to the gills tonight. Uh, lots of stuff to get into. I went out to Texas last weekend. The dogs were off. I was not putting together a great lineup of show. Any, got, any of you folks out there remember the OG, old school 2017 season uh, game we played with a lot of the commitments? We played a game called Who's the Smartest Dog? Well, we're going to go Who's the Smartest Dog with five-star Texas D-line commitment Joseph Jonah Ajanye, the Nigerian Nightmare. Versus five-star linebacker Justin Williams. That's coming. We've got our dog of the week on another out-of-state Georgia commitment that had a fantastic Friday night. We've got a special Dog Nation conversation with the mother of five-star cornerback Ellis Robinson the fourth. We got a first-ever mic drop segment. We're calling it the mic drop. I think the kids, uh, all the kids that wear the trucker hats and have fun, they like that. They like that. Mic drop stuff. What we did with a mic drop is I sat in the stands with the parents of five-star linebacker Justin Williams. Uh, we got some perspective with all the ebbs and flows of recruiting. We got some perspective that I think Dog Nation needs to know about just how good, just how pretty the dogs are sitting right now with their 2024 recruiting class. All that's coming to you. Um, I think we've got it all uh, coming up on Halloween, coming up on the cocktail party this weekend. First, a couple little pieces of news. Former five-star wide receiver target Ryan Wingo actually chose Texas today. That was when most of the recruiting industry thought he was going to head to Missouri, stay in home in Missouri. Um, also, a lot of birthdays this week. I believe today is Oscar Delp's birthday. He's 20 years old. Over the weekend, Lawson Lucky, the other tight end, celebrated a birthday. And then on Monday, Georgia, uh, captain, captain, my captain, uh, team leader, anchor of the offensive line extraordinaire, Cedric Von Prawn Granger, also celebrated his 23rd birthday uh, this week. So lots going on. Oh, I forgot. Now, I always got to give uh, Georgia basketball hoop dogs their due. Asa Newell, Asa Newell, a Georgia native. Um, committed to the dogs today. That is a five-star power forward in the class of 2024. He'd been prioritized by Mike White and his staff. And the dogs, if you guys need anything to raise a glass about tonight, um, the dogs got a five-star basketball commitment. So lots of stuff going on here on Before the Hedges. Let's start right off with our big five. Also a reminder, folks, if you need candy, you need the five-star candy, you need the Junior Mints, you need the Three Musketeers, you need the Peanut Butter Snickers, you need the Peanut Butter M&Ms. You know where to go. You need to go to your five-star store for Halloween, for your five-star groceries. That's your local, friendly neighborhood Kroger. Go Krogering, do that Kroger boost, slide into that line, earn those fuel points, and feel like the champion of your neighborhood when you shop with Kroger. All right. That's a good way to set it all up. That's a good way to start our show. Let's kick off our big five with our first topic of the night. Throw that number one in the, in the air. And just not just because the dogs have the number one recruiting class, not just because the dogs have the back-to-back national champions, not just because the dogs have the reigning NFL pipeline, historic pipeline for all things. Let's also talk about a perspective moment. That's what we kind of try to do with this program. We like – like the great Arsenio Hall, social philosopher, used to say, we like to do things that make you go, hmm. You know that emoji right there? Here's a hmm for this week. I want you to take a look at this tweet. I put that together today. With all the recruiting ebb and flow of late, it is important for Dog Nation to not lose sight of this feat. Georgia has three commitments ranked among the nation's top 10 prospects in the latest 24-7 sports composite. That's Ellison Robinson in flush left, number three overall prospect in the country, Dylan Riola, top right, number five overall prospect in the country, and Justin Williams, who's going to be a big part of our show tonight, number 10 overall in the bottom right corner. That is the first time, and the only other time that has happened was 2018. That was Justin Fields, Zamir White, and Jamari Salyer, 
Um, other than that, Georgia has never had more than one top 10 commitment uh, in their entire class. The dogs are trending for three. I would look for, obviously, all three of those guys to sign with the dogs in Athens. So they would match a program high with Kirby Smart. But one thing that they could do this, this cycle that they've never done before, you say? You want to hear a little bit of that? Never done before, rarefied, breaking new ground? How about this? If the dogs continue to hold, which they will for Ellis Robinson the fourth and Dylan Raiola, the quarterback, that will give them two top five commitments, two top five signees in one single signing class. And the dogs, as many great things have they done on the recruiting trail under Georgia coach, two-time national championship coach Kirby Smart, they have never done that. That's some perspective. That's something to get you guys thinking, hmm, that's what you want to hear on Before the Hedge is brought to you by Kroger. Now, number two, number two on the list, and we can't wait to flash this graphic in front of everybody. Let me get my, see if I can get some Cordell in me. Let's see if I can get some Albany, see if I can get some Thomasville maybe, some Valdosta in me, whatever. Colquitt County, Moultrie maybe in me right now. The dog of the week right now is four-star tight end Jaden Riddell. And we're going to have to leave this graphic up for a second because I got a lot to talk about. Let me take a breath. Jaden Riddell. Okay, let's see. He's been playing with a kind of a quarterback uh, rotation. Touches, catches, targets have been limited compared to his junior year. Mind you, this is the first time he's played a traditional tight end. Um, He's played in six games this year. He had six catches last week for 145 yards. He had a 65-yard touchdown catch. He had a one-yard touchdown run, and that was all while his future coach, Todd Hartley, was on the road watching Ray Moore Peculiar uh, last Friday night on the road. Now, now, first of all, this is, the, this is one of those things that just kind of just really interests me. So Ray Moore Peculiar will play a team called, I believe, Blue Springs. But they will also play a team called Blue Springs South High School. They will also play a team called Lee Summit High School and Lee Summit North High School. Pretty sure that's pretty close to accurate. I'm trying to make sure I keep all that straight. But the, I guess the names of these schools that are so close in Missouri high school football is uncanny. You've got his Raymore Peculiar team. They are actually starting the playoffs tonight. I mean, not tonight, but this week. In Missouri, they're already in the playoffs in the uh, Show Me State in Missouri. Uh, you've got um, Jaden Riddell, uh, six foot four, about two thirty-five, four four, high four four, low four five speed. He is looking very good. He plans to be in Athens in December. Plans to join the team for bowl practices. He may or may not be at the Missouri game next week in Athens. That next home game, which is also lining up for another big recruiting day. Because simply put, the dogs didn't host anyone because they only had one home game in the month of October. So the first time recruits can get to Athens in over three or four weeks, four weeks, a full month. So that will obviously draw a crowd. But this week's Dog of the Week, what's the Dog of the Week? We've been doing it a few weeks now. Uh, Jaden Riddell, the number two tight end in the country, the second highest rated offensive prospect in the class. Uh, Jaden um, is the number two tight end in the country, like I said before. And he's a guy that the dogs really – Really glad to have. Going to really keep the room at a high all-SEC championship level right there. And uh, the dog of the week, what we do is we pick out a commitment in the class. Any class could be 2024, 2025. Has to be a public commitment. Not any of those silent commitments out there. But one of those guys, we, we look for the very best. We scan box scores. We scan max preps. We scan everything we can, online articles to put together. What looks like the best week. And when you have Jaden Riddell, uh, rushing touchdown, caught a 65-yard touchdown, six catches for 145 yards. I cannot forget, they call the man Jumpman Jaden. Yeah, Jumpman. Everybody knows their old-school Jays. Everybody's got their favorite Jays or whatever. The logo, they call him Jumpman because he's already doing a lot of things in high school football in Missouri. Had a couple cut touchdowns called back because he vaulted over somebody, kind of like what Oscar Delp has been doing. Um, but Jumpman Jaden. Is on his way to Athens. He'll be there in December. He'll be bowl practicing. And I know Todd Hartley grinned from ear to ear watching him score that 65-yard touchdown last Friday night, knowing that his tight end room remains top tier, tight end tough, everything you want to ask for right there as well. So the guys, that is number two. That is the number two in our big five right now. And our Dog Nations Before the Hedge is brought to you by Kroger. Number three, and this is what I said, 
It's game on. We had a game show, if you guys remember, in years past. We always put together a game show where we, had a, we asked the commitments on the way to Georgia, kind of before they were between the hedges, to kind of entertain us with some Georgia football history. Those are some of the stuff you guys would know, Georgia football history, Georgia football tradition. You guys would know it. But what about these 16, 17-year-old young men, 18-year-old young men that have only been around on this earth since 2005, 2006? How, did, well, how much do they know Georgia? How well do they know Georgia? We got a good 2023 remix version. We call it Who's the Smartest Dog? Emphasis on smart, as in Kirby Smart. We were lucky enough to be uh, entertained. Both Joseph Jonah Ajanye, five-star defensive line commitment, and Justin Williams, five-star linebacker commitment. They had themselves a time. They had themselves a ball. Um, playing our game show. I had fun putting it together. I had fun hosting it. Check it out right now on Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. So, Justin and Joseph, we're going to play Who's the Smartest Dog? That's kind of a pun a little bit on Georgia's <laughs> head coach, Kirby Smart. So, we're gonna, the rules of this game are simple. We're going to ask a question, and the first one to get it right gets a tip. We're probably going to go first one to five. Okay. So, again, it's like whoever gets it out first. Okay? All right. So first we... question on Who's the Smartest Dog? All right. Which SEC program would most of Dog Nation consider to be Georgia's biggest rival? Alabama. Tennessee. Florida. There we go. No, I had to think about it. You said Florida? You said Alabama, they confused me. All right, you got that one. All right, good job. Good job. Um, true or false? What? You're going to have to get to this one. Whoever's quicker off the box. Georgia has worn the white helmet in a game. False. Game. True. Wait, is it false? In a way, I am. Oh, that's true. See? That's for, that's for oh, yeah, that's moment. true. The first was always cooped over that. Yeah, no, never Coach, Coach Smart told me that. Nope. Slow. Hit me. We're tied one to one on Nigerian Nightmare <laughs> and Justin Williams with his 4.6 and rolling GPA. <laughs> who is the smartest dog? <laughs> true or false? Every Georgia linebacker that has started for Schumann and Smart has made the NFL. True. true. Push. Push. <laughs> no points awarded for that one. Good job. Good job. You guys were right there. We got to slow-mo that thing. True. Because <laughs> you develops every linebacker to NFL. Can you name the other schools in the SEC where Kirby Smart has coached or been an assistant for? Alabama. Alabama. Um, Alabama. Florida? No. Was it? I want to say like SEC teams. He's assistant for. Uh, I don't know why I want to say Kentucky. Alabama, Kentucky. Think, about, think about who he was coaching with at Alabama. Alabama. And, and maybe where the coach at Alabama LSU? was before he was at Alabama. Alabama, LSU. Oh, LSU. That's it. Nick Saban. Oh, was it? Head coach at LSU. He was at LSU, and he was at freaking. I should do that. And Coach Smart was an assistant at LSU as well. It's because I'm trying to compete and trying to think of everything at the same time. Sorry. You got to slow down. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Process was working way yeah. too fast. Probably. <laughs> um, probably going to get this. What is the name of the actual live bulldog mascot? Hey, dog. Ugga. Oh, the live one. Hey, dog. Who is that? Bro, the freaking, the unalive one. Oh, my God. Yeah, Harry Dog's right. You didn't know the mascot. We got to give a little bit of consideration yeah, lie. <laughs> to the Nigerian nightmare. He got the mascot. He said, you got to see keys. See keys. You got to listen to your keys. He said, my bulldog. True or false? Kirby Smart also coached in the NFL. False. False. True? That's false. Both of you guys missed that one. What? For one year, he was with Nick Saban in Miami. Dude, he's been with Nick Saban for uh, everywhere. No, I didn't know. Uh, See, I, that's I a lot. I on Google. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Nah. How many kids does Kirby Smart have? Three. Four. Four? It's four. Oh, it's three. It's three? It's three. It's three. He has a son, a son, and a daughter. Yeah. Dude, I, <laughs> I was thinking four because... Ah. Uh, 
I thought he had two daughters. No, he only has one. I'm thinking about all the coaches. All the coaches got like eight kids, so I don't freaking know. Who was the last team to beat Georgia in a regular season game? Georgia's regular season? Regular season now is 34. Wait, does the SEC championship count as a regular season? Alabama. Yeah. How is that regular season? It's, because not, regular, it's not regular season. It's not? It's not, not. That's postseason. Exactly. Last last school to beat Georgia. Is it an SEC team? Yeah. It has to be okay, SEC team. So I'm going to go probably Florida or Tennessee. It's the last SEC, last time to beat Georgia before they went and started going undefeated. Bama? said Florida. You got it right. Oh, I said Florida. I was right? Oh, let's go. No. <laughs> Florida, too. You're cheating. You're cheating. How am I cheating? Upset. It's all right. I know my history. You got to come back, huh? Um, you're just guessing. That's I'm not. What number? You guys both are probably aware that Kirby Smart played in Athens, correct? Yeah, right? yeah dude, uh, Former safety DB, right? Oh, Steph, I do What know. number did he wear as a 27. Georgia Is this 27? Okay. I want to say 20 something. Because I remember, it's like 33. That's no. like something I was going to What? Oh, dang it. Nah, I don't know. That's a good question. 17? Oh my gosh! I was so close, bro. Not me. I... Bro, what's up with DB wear 16? What the heck? Dang. That's so odd. Oh, yeah. I'm done. I get it. I didn't know that. Um, if it's statistics, I don't know about all that. True or false? Okay. okay. Way back in the day, one of George's mascots before the Bulldogs was a goat. Pause. Pause. True. A goat? <laughs> why would it be? Wait, why was it a goat? What? Oh, dang. I should say true because that sounded like something. Oh, um, that, that sounded really false. <laughs> like what is the name of the stadium you guys will be playing in? Sanford. Sanford. I said it for Sanford. You said, I said Sanford. You I said Sanford. I did not say Sanford. I didn't read I'm giving myself a point. I don't care. I said Sanford. Well, Hi, you're giving both points. Oh, I said Sanford, I won. That doesn't count. It's so yours is being like a half. You have to work to get to the. On the replay, I said Sanford. You said you paused. You just, you I did not pause. That's not my fault. As soon as you said stuff, I said Sanford. You got to say the whole word for it to count as a spelling bee. Thank you. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. Might be the toughest one. I want you to think in your mental Rolodex all, right. all the position coaches, assistant coaches at Georgia. How many played for Georgia when they were a college football player? Okay. okay. Assistant coaches, head coaches, the whole staff. Four. Say five. Can you name them? I know JT played. Uh, Coach Kirby played. Did Bobo play? Yeah, but yeah, Bobo was there because he was there. And Who's JT. Uh, the assistant linebackers coach, he helps a lot linebackers. I know LeBlanc did play. I don't think so. And I want to say one more. So we're doing um, an assistant coach and not a oh 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 coach. Yeah, uh, uh, nah, I can't name him. The Cooper? Uh, nah. But nah, that's all I got. Five. That's my biggest game. So you might actually you're going to walk through it. Running backs coach Del McGee did not play at all. Okay. Offensive line coach Stacy Shields did not play. Wide receivers coach Brian McClendon did play at Georgia. Uh -huh. Mike Bobo, offense coordinator, quarterbacks coach, he played at Georgia. Kirby Smart, played head coach, played at Georgia. Anybody else come to mind? Coach Scott. Shoe? Coach. DB coach? Coach Ray? Coach Ray? Coach Ray? So the answer is on field coaches. You have BMAC, you have uh, Mike Bobo, you have Kirby Smart. Please be five. Please be five. I hope it's four. Because your uh, safeties coaches will must you. It's four. I was right. Thank you. Did you say four? Yeah, I just said four. Guess guesser. He won. It's okay. There we go. All right. Uh, let's, let's give it a little, a little bit of pop here. Joseph, Jonah, and John Yang, you have been awarded the title here on DogNation.com before the edges as the smartest dog in Conroe, Texas. Thank you. Do you have any people you would like to thank? Do you have any people to accept the speech? I'm coming back tomorrow. Um, 
Give me a, give I'd like me to thank my months. mom for my brains, thank my ancestors, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back. Yeah. You know what? He basically cheated because he was guessing the whole time. Notice how he said That's two answers. Cheating. I was saying one. So I did not one. say two answers. But it's okay. I'm coming back for my title. I'll make the game two days. CTE must be kicking it because I did not say two answers. All right. Answers. You know what? <laughs> Okay. I'll give it to him. We'll give it a rematch down the road. Yeah, right? rematch. You won game one. I come back in game Justin seven. Williams, Joseph Jonah, Johnny, thank you for playing. Who is the smartest dog? Good dog. Good dogs. What's up, everybody? We're back. How'd you like that? That makes me smile, makes me laugh. Obviously, sometimes, guys, the audio gets a little hot because they're yelling. Because they're 16, you know, Joseph Jonah Janye, if you want to flash your memory back to that video, that is a 16-year-old kid. He will be 17 in November. Um, astounding to think about that. Justin Williams as well. He's got a 4.647 GPA. He wants to get a 4.8. That's his goal before he graduates to be in the top 10% of his high school class, top 10 member of his class. Um, really in incredible young man, incredible football players, of course, because they're going – they're committed so highly, and they're commit, ranked so highly and committed to play for Georgia. But that is something right there. That is really something right there. And Joseph Jonah Janye is the smartest dog. Um, really cool to see, watch those guys interact with each other. Um, and it was a lot of fun to put together. That's one of the things we try to do when we go out on the road uh, to Texas. It's not just write the stories, take the pictures, cover the games. It's keep peeling that layer back, keep, keep really identifying these young men as people and not just tools to win a football game and not just five stars and 6'5 and 6'6 six, six and 270. That's what we try to do here each and every week on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. That's number three. Who's ready for number four in the big five right now? Number four, and you guessed it, we have a lot of Joseph Jonah Ajanye and uh, Justin Williams content on our show this week. Our next piece kind of featuring those guys, we call it a mic drop segment. I really wanted to know what it would be like to show you guys what I kind of do with commits when I'm on the road and I'm out of town and I get, I usually try to sit and watch a game with the families of the Georgia commits. Um, and I did that with Justin Williams and his parents, uh, Devondria Williams and uh, Bernard Townsend, two really super salt of the earth people going to be writing about them as well. But uh, we mic'd them up. What is that going to look like? What is that going to sound like? Well, watch it right now here live on Before the Hedge is brought to you by Kroger. All right, Dog Nation, it's something we've never done before. We're in Conroe, Texas. We're going to call this a five-star cast. We've got Justin Williams' family. we got the mom, Taylor. Woo! Hello, everybody. Tell everybody your name. Devondre Williams. And we got my man, Bernard Bernard. Yes, yes, sir. There's my, I was just busy that day. That's all. I was busy. It would have been my interview, but, you know. I always thought, <laughs> what would it be like? Like, I, I've watched games with, with Fruits' parents a lot when I make trips like this, but I thought, what would it be like to take you guys here so you guys can see what's going on? How loud does Mama yell? How proud is Dad? Yeah. Yes. You're going to find out right here, right now, on Dog Nation Before the Hedges. Quickly, Mom, tell us what you love about the way Justin plays football. I love his resilience. He doesn't give up, and he's there to help the whole team. Like, he's going to clean it up. If we miss something, he's getting out there. And then if you piss them off, the next play, you're in danger because that wall is coming. Brick wall, right? Brick wall. Now, Bernard, tell the folks when they buy a ticket to come see Oak Ridge play, what are you going to get every time you see number four take that field? Like, all about 1,000%. Pick six. Every play, giving his all sideline to sideline. Just, just a straight dog. Yes. Guys, we got so many stories to tell you. Nick Saban had a hand in making Justin Williams so fast. Justin has had a double card for Georgia since he's seventh grade. But right now, let's go to the field. Oak Ridge is up 27 to 14 with a minute 32 left in the third quarter. Let's start watching some Justin Williams and Joseph Jonah Ajanye play defense. He is always focused. He calling them all like, now what y'all going to the sideline for? He makes sure they stay plugged in. That's what I love about him. That's the leader. So he expects you to do it, yeah. And then when you're not working, he's like, come on now. Like, they don't want it, man. They don't want it. I'm like, get that up. Get it. Get it. Ah, come on. Good read. 
Right here. Once we score again, they need to save him. Get him. Oh, you better let it go. Yeah. Clint Schumann? Yeah. He's just, he makes me smile. He's so real. Like, it's like. Yeah. He, he he's definitely for me. It's like a guardian angel. It's yeah. a prayer answer that if my and kid's I gonna go away, he's gonna take care of him. Yeah. That was been my that's been my interview to all the schools. Like, what can you tell me to assure that I know my child's in good hands with you? And he's just hands down you know, everything. You know that fuzzy that fuzzy feeling in your stomach when you meet that love of your life. That's that's how I was. He's your love of your life. You got some competition. He's the love of your life. Bad example. I think they wake up and talk. I think we got another. That's for another show, sir. Get out! Who Justin was coming? Who Justin was coming? He was coming, baby. That boy was. Justin wanted a piece of that boy. Listen, Listen. 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 You had a fangirl with Kirby, right? When you were finally yeah, exactly, up. yes, I did because I, I'm watching this man on TV and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like touching his hand. Oh my god, he's like speaking to me, his voice, like, and then then he just has that perfect side hook. Our picture was just meant for a sports illustrated. I don't know what his wife looked like with him, but I know me and him look like yes, yes. You just forced to come about it. Yeah. He's been working on that. Every game. I think he wants to make sure that y'all made a good choice in me. Justin is the type of person, he going to be that until you get me. He not going to slack off. Everybody expected him to have that fan moment like, oh, I'm, I'm in Georgia now. So, no. He only got higher and higher. He just keeps turning it up. Anything he think he needs to work on, he going to do it. He's, he's going to give them a reason to say, we picked the right guy. There you have it. That was a mic drop. That was I was obviously, you're at a football game. You'd love the energy from Bernard Townsend, father of Justin Williams and Devondre Williams, mother of Justin Williams. They got a lot to be proud of, a lot to yell at. Obviously, if uh, you watch the Manning cast or something like that, they're, they're, they're not in the middle of a football game and they're not uh, realizing that, hey, they can cut loose and have fun and go buck wild. But that's what we wanted. We wanted that energy. Uh, obviously, we got a lot of energy. We got a big play there as well. There's 
lot more stuff to show, but we tried to cram in probably the best six minutes there. Speaking of some really good six minutes, really good three minutes, I think this is probably, even considering what you just saw with Joseph Jonah, Janier, and Justin Williams, mic drop, game show, or whatever, I want you to take a listen to this interview we put together. This is with the mother of five-star cornerback commitment, Ellis Robinson IV. He just took a visit to Miami. I know a lot of folks are wondering, you know, Miami, NIL. Been following this recruitment for a while. Been talking to Ellis for a while. I got the chance recently to spend some good, good time with uh, Nicole Robinson, his mother, and also Ellis Robinson III, his father. Got a big A to Z, Justin, A to Z, Ellis Robinson IV profile story coming soon. But I wanted to pull this out. This is one of our Dog Nation conversations. And folks, simply put, I would rank this answer from the parent of Ellis Robinson as probably one of the most intriguing, telling, powerful answers I've ever heard. And I've asked this question, I don't know, 60 times a year for the last 8 to 10 years, um, 50 times a year for the last 8 to 10 years to Georgia recruits, recruits of families committed to Georgia. You're not going to hear one any better than this right here from Nicole Robinson right here on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. What do you like best about Georgia? Is it, what do you, I'd love, I can't wait to hear uh, Nicole's answer first. <laughs> um, what do I like best about Georgia? For me, when um, it is very important that people see him not as a football player, but just as a person. Um, Ellis is very loving. He is, especially with me, like he is loving. He's, he's a mama's boy. Just say that. You just say that. He's a yeah, mama's boy. He is a mama's boy. You may not see it, but oh, wow. he wants, yeah, he wants to, when he's home, he, he is right next to me on the couch. He's going to the stores, grocery shopping with me. He is just like, He's so connected. So for me, it was really important for the people that are going to help to um, nurture him and push him to the next level, that he be connected to them, um, not just as, you know, a football player, but just as a young man. So for me, I, I love the fact that they are very big with building the relationship, connecting with him on a spiritual level, giving him encouragement, you know, when he when he's struggling or, you know, just even when he um, had his uh, injury. Yeah, when oh, he – oh, um, what, what did he, have? he had a meniscus um, injury where he had to um, have a, a repair or something. And, and for me, the biggest thing was – and that was in the heart of, you know, his recruitment. And Georgia did not forget about him. They called. They wanted to pray with him, encourage him. And, you know, we were, I remember being in the car, me and my husband and Ellis on the way to the procedure. And they called and they prayed. And when we hung up that phone and I said to my husband, I said, you know what? That did it for me. They did not, they did not forget about him. What he was going through was important. And they, yeah, and they supported that. And, and I love that. That just, I, that just sealed it for me. Um, so you know, just just how they are as genuine people. Yes, they can they can um, develop him and all of that. But at the end of the day, you know, in a football stance. But at the end of the day, just as a person, they've shown that they really are invested in him, and that is huge for me. Huge. We're back. Nicole Robinson, uh, that's the mother of five-star cornerback prospect. Current cornerback commitment, uh, Ellis Robinson the fourth. He committed back on the traditional signing day in February for the 2023 class. He's the highest-rated dog in the class. He will be in Athens for bowl practices uh, in December. He will be in Athens next week for the Missouri game with his family. Mentioned the Miami game he went to last week. That was something that was – Planned well in advance. He told the Georgia staff he went with some of his several of his IMG teammates to that game. Miami's basically the only school he talks to, but really important detail there is that mom and dad were not with him at the Miami game. Uh, mom and dad will be 
back with him in Athens uh, next week for the Missouri game. Uh, just something to keep in mind. You wonder why, how well the University of Georgia recruits. Think about all the little things they do. Think about um, really getting on a speakerphone, leading prayer with a family as he's on his way for a knee surgery, a meniscus tear. Not, not the most serious knee injury, but still something that's going to sideline an athlete probably about three or four weeks. He'd played with it. And what Georgia did there when they were still knee-deep in the 2023 class recruiting um, says a lot about the type of folks that are in those big buildings in Athens, Georgia. So really, really strong stuff there. I thought, thought that was a really good way to, to kind of uh, hit cleanup on our big five this week on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger. So that's the normal stuff you see each – well, not the normal stuff, but that's the extra special, you know, like when you go to your favorite meet and three, your favorite restaurant, and you say like, hey, what, <clears throat> you look on that chalkboard or dry erase board and you want to find out what were the specials tonight. Well, the big five is our specials each and every week on Before the Hedges, so we gave you a pretty strong lineup there with those five things. Speaking of a strong lineup, let's look at these uh, amazing – well put together graphics for our Before the Hedges show. You see them each and every week. We call them our table stakes. This is the 2024 class breakdown. Um, maybe I need some theme music for this. You know how Prime talks about his theme music? Did you guys notice in the game show that I put like a little music bed of like cheesy uh, kind of game show music behind there? Maybe we need something like that. But um, 2024 class breakdown. Ryan Puglisi led his team to another win. Dylan Riola had another big game. Folks, you should see some of these monster throws that Dylan is uncorking this week, uh, uncorking, uncorking each and every week. Uh, Sokovi White, uh, thoughts about Sokovi White this week. He's likely he's playing in what could be his final high school game this week. They've got to beat Calhoun to reach the playoffs. Calhoun has to beat Cass High School to beat, reach the playoffs. Calhoun hasn't missed the playoffs in 25 years. It will be senior night for Cass High as well. Uh, the three-star uh, athlete, wide receiver, commitment to the class, the senior member of the class right now. Uh, we had Jaden Riddell. We featured him earlier on our show as the dog of the week. Excuse me, the dog of the week. Um, Colton Heinrich, he's, he had some tight end tough brain uh, action this week. He posted his GPA. Some of his grades looked like he made all A's there. Uh, Marquez Easley, his season is over in Kankakee High School in Illinois. That's a suburb of Chicago. Uh, Daniel Calhoun and Walton High, they have probably one of the strongest teams in the state of Georgia. I think that's one of the five best bets to win the highest classification in Class 7A, GHSA 7A uh, this year. I'm kind of going through the board a little bit. Uh, Nate Frazier had another big touchdown, viral touchdown as well. Drew Miller, I mean, this guy, Drew Miller. Um, I think there was a tweet. I wish I would have highlighted it for you. Again, I'm just going to have to verbalize it here. Drew Miller – uh, has averaged like 50 yards a punt, nation's number one punter. We always talk about he's the quarterback, the dual-threat quarterback on his high school team. But get this, Drew tweeted this out for the megastar punter out of the state of Iowa. Their punt team allowed one punt return yard all season long. You want to talk about hang time? You want to talk about kicking it into the coffin corner? You want to talk about being labeled as the nation's number one punter and then having the stats and the film and the production to back it up. Oh, by the way, Drew Miller's probably going to run for about 900 yards this year as a quarterback and also throw for another 1,500 yards besides being the number one punter in the country. That's your punter commitment right there, Drew Miller. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, some rankings are happening, folks. Rankings are being ranked. Uh, what is that you say in the recruiting business? Indicators are indicating. Ranks are being ranked. Um, let me tell you a few things. One of the things we've noticed – is Chris Cole. I want to point to Chris Cole right here. We, we had Justin Williams on the show a lot tonight. Uh, now the number 10 recruit in the country on the 24-7 sports composite. But Chris Cole keeps moving up. Chris Cole, the linebacker out of Virginia. Again, hat tip to Glenn Schumann here. But Chris Cole is now the fifth rated highest commitment in the class. Uh, I believe he's the number 45, 40, 48 overall prospect in the country right there. Uh, with Jaden Riddell. Uh, Georgia now has tons of top 50 recruits in this class. We'll, we'll chronicle those in a minute. Christopher Jones, his season is over after uh, ligament surgery to his big toe. Um, guys that continue to go up, I think Joseph Jonah Janier is now the number 26 overall prospect in the country. Uh, Ellis Robinson, the fourth, like I said earlier, the highest rated commitment in the class now at number three in the 
overall prospect in the country. Andre Evans, uh, recent flip from LSU. He's number 152 overall in the country. DeMello Jones out of Swainsboro. His ranks just keep keep going north there for DeMello. DeMello is like the number 68 overall prospect in the country right now. Keeps going up. Look at the defensive side of the ball. Three five-stars, six four-stars, three three, two-stars. Nemandi Okboko, uh, the three-star defensive lineman out of Garner, North Carolina. They actually played on Monday of this week. They're going to make the playoffs, I believe. That's the best record in school history. Notre Dame's trying. I still think Georgia's going to hold on uh, to the big uh, zero-tech nose guard type from uh, the great state of North Carolina, the Tar Heel State. There's your class breakdown. Moving right along, we've got our next, you know, dazzling graphic. We love calling them dazzling graphics because that's what the uh, amazing Miss Mansell does behind the glass for us each and every week. Uh, 19 out-of-state commitments, eight in-state commitments. Look at that, 15 offense, 11 defense, one special teams. Georgia's still the number one class ranked nationally with their 27 commitments. And if you guys are astute observers of this recruiting snapshot page, I want you to take a look at this. We asked Kaylee to cook up some magic. We said, you know, let's just let the people know how many top 200 commits Georgia has. Because in my book, a top 200 commit is a BIA type player. Best in America top player. That's an elite top player. Those are all the guys that go to the All-American games in Georgia has 19 of the top 200 prospects in the country. Think about that for a second. Think back to your friends that you know from Georgia Tech that were really good at math. And I want you to realize that there are 133 teams in NCAA Division I football. Everybody's trying for these guys. Georgia has just about decimal points here, give or take, 10% of the top 200 prospects in the country. Folks, that is really, really good. They have four or five stars. That's excellent. They have six top 50 commitments right there. Uh, that's Chris Cole, Jaden Riddell, Joseph Jonah, Johnye, Justin Williams, Dylan Riola, and Ellis Robinson. They have nine top 100 commits. They have 16 top 150 commits. That, those are the truly elite players, the top 150. Georgia's recruiting outside the SEC footprint. Look at that. They have 16 commits inside, 11 commitments beyond the SEC footprint. They only have one offensive player among the five highest-rated commits, but that ratio feels a little bit better when they have five offensive players among their 10 highest-rated commitments. We try to say it each and every week. It could be a before-the-hedges bingo card or a game, uh, drinking your favorite Kool-Aid or sports beverage products that you can pick up at Kroger, by the way. Uh, whenever I talk about Georgia's 2024 class needed to get offensive, that means they needed to get more offensive playmakers on, this si- on that side of the ball. Georgia always cleans up and down the defensive aisle in the recruiting crop each and every year, but they needed to have a offensive handed with more offensive playmakers in the class. That is the goal. That is your recruiting snapshot. Those are our pristine graphics. And now we roll on to the top remaining targets for 2024. I want you guys to kind of decide amongst yourself, whether Miss Mansell wanted to play trick or treat with you guys this week and put five-star defensive lineman Williams Winery out of Lee's summit, Missouri, uh, currently committed to Mizzou, Um, We're going to watch and wait and see if Georgia gets to entertain the Mizzou commitment right now for the the Missouri game next week in Athens or maybe the Ole Miss game the following week. But, you know, I'm going to leave him at number five and kind of think that's where he's going to stay. Uh, It's a flip target. He is the number two player in the country. So remember we talked about three top tens and two top fives. Well, Georgia can pull the flip of Winery. That would be something. Coach Uzo Deribe, Chadera Uzo Deribe, was actually at Winery's game last uh, weekend as well. Uh, otherwise, on the list, you've got three-star corner Marcellus Barnes. Really great kid, currently a Virginia Tech commitment right there. He's told me he's going to take his recruiting kind of slow, not make any sudden moves. Number three, Nazir Johnson, currently committed to Florida. So all you Florida fans having fun on the YouTube feed right now, uh, trying to, I guess – spam the feed with all kinds of pro-Florida, anti-Georgia comments. Well, that's a flip target right there out of Dublin, Lawrence County, Georgia. Uh, Florida holds the commitment right now, but let's see where uh, Nazir ends up in the end. Number two is Terrell Anderson out of North Carolina State. I guess you could say he's currently committed to North Carolina State uh, out of Grimsley High School in Greensboro, but uh, Georgia is really in the thick of things there with Terrell Anderson. Uh, a four-star commitment, uh, currently committed to the ACC Wolfpack. And then number one, 
for the second straight week, you guys will notice that we moved L.J. McCray off the list. L.J. McCray uh, committed to Florida as expected uh, last weekend as well. But three-star defensive tackle, uh, Makai Burrow, former Florida commitment, decommitted from the Gators. I remember he told me that he just felt like he wanted to commit to Florida in the summer just to shut off the nonstop recruiting that was coming his way, kind of coming through his earbuds. And he realizes he made a commitment too early. He's told me that he kind of feels better about taking as long as possible and making his next decision public on early signing day in December. That would be December the 20th. The signing period runs 20th through the 22nd this year. And that's a big, huge human, another zero tech uh, defensive line target. So is Nazir Johnson as well. Clear focus there for the dogs remaining in the class. Uh, Makai Burrow, the number one top target again for the second consecutive week. Uh, guys, this is question and answer time. If you got a question, this is what Before the Hedges is for. We game showed it. We mic dropped it. Uh, we had some fun on the homepage. Uh, you guys have a question, anything you want to know about Georgia football recruiting, I will, I'm here to answer it for you. I'm here to talk to you guys. That's what a lot of Before the Hedges has always been about. I'm going to take this question from Jay Pye. I think he was the first question uh, through the horn uh, tonight. Uh, Jay wanted to know, do, do I think Georgia has a higher chance of losing highly rated current commits or gaining highly rated commitments before early signing day? I only see really – I see a balance happening. There are going to be some good guys flip, like off that list, and maybe they might lose uh, one of their more highly rated commitments as well. But I think in the end it's probably going to be a balance. Probably Georgia is going to gain more commitments than they will lose. Maybe a rough estimate I'm kind of working in my head right now in my own kind of mental Rolodex is I see Georgia probably losing maybe one to two commitments in this class, but gaining back maybe three to four more as well. Um, Jason has a question, wants to know who was the last UJ Heisman winner. I bet that was a question for the boys on the game show as well. Jason, the last UJ Heisman winner, we all know that was uh, the goal line stalker, Herschel Walker as well. Uh, let me jump on YouTube. Uh, hope you guys uh, – Hope you guys liked uh, this show so far. Uh, John Snook, uh, I think the dogs are looking good for the uh, for the future. Hey, Randy Payne, how are you doing tonight, man? Uh, good to know that you'll be at the Missouri game as well. Uh, Taylor Russell, they have. I'm, I'm telling you, the Robinsons are two tremendous people. Like Ellis is great. Ellis is, you know, just what you would expect out of an All American. Um, with so much talent, but he's been raised the right way from a very early age. Uh, his dad, uh, let me give you a let me give you a little bit. His mom and dad have poured a lot of the right stuff into Ellis Robinson, and like I said, I'll be writing a lot more about him uh, as the days go on. Um, let me see. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna give somebody a moment. I know somebody on this feed. I know somebody watching is already in Jacksonville. So if you're already in Jacksonville on a Wednesday night. Good sir, kind lady, you are doing something right with your life. If you could already be in Jacksonville on a Wednesday, you can get down there before everybody else hits St. Simons and Sea Island and Frat Beach and Amelia and Ponte Vedra and downtown Jacksonville on St. John's. Before, If you're already in Georgia-Florida mode, then I salute you tremendously because you have it all figured out as well. Um, let me hop on Facebook. Anybody else have a question? Uh, Sonia Prescott, I do think uh, Georgia has silence. Uh, Matthew Goodwin, yep. I know, that's funny. Georgia with a five-star basketball commitment as well. Uh, there are no more running backs. Ulysses Dunnings in the class Georgia's looking at. Three is enough. Uh, William A. Camacho, hey, good to meet you the other night uh, at Marlowe's. Man, uh, surely appreciate uh, getting the chance to meet you and hang out with you guys as well. Uh, Miriam, hope you like that. I hope you – can you get, get her back a little bit, Miriam? Because, like, you're supposed to yell for in, at a football game, and I'm not, I'm not the guy that's going to tell a proud mama, like, you know, I don't want our mic levels going too hot right there. We tried to, we tried to, we tried to clean up that audio as good as we could, guys. But we'll, when we pop the videos on YouTube, we'll probably do something about that, probably dial it down a little bit. Robert Lewis Bailey, thank you for your uh, – for your kind comment there. I, I'm laughing at somebody that says, I hope, I hope y'all didn't have your earbuds in. Yep. That's pretty good. And this is a, this is Miriam. I love the Miriam's comment tonight. MMC. She said, if she had a sport, if she had a son that played the sport, she'd be exactly the same way. Uh, I don't, that, I don't doubt that. Um, yeah. Yeah. How are you, man? Y squared, man. Hope you're doing great. Uh, let me see. Uh, anybody uh, got any more questions? I want to take a tour. 
Um, anyway, guys, that's your Before the Hedges. We packed that sucker full, kind of like a hotel room for college students in Jacksonville the week of the cocktail party. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We try to have fun here. We try to pull the curtain back a little bit. We try to have a really good time, show you these players kind of in the way that our experience has allowed us to do so over the years. Hope you enjoyed it. Did you guys like the game show better? Did you like the mic drop better? Did you like the Nicole Robinson interview better? Uh, What about the dog of the week with Jumpman Jaden as well? Um, Probably one of Todd Hartley's two pride and joys in this class right now. Um, Hey, consider the comment section, uh, your uh, suggestion box. Tell us what you like. Tell us what we can do better. And also uh, one more thing, guys, I want you to um, tell me when you guys are getting into Jacksonville. I'd like to know when everybody's trying to get into Jacksonville. Uh, Something to let you guys know, public service announcement. Uh, Tomorrow night, I will actually be at the Jacksonville Bulldog Club. They've invited uh, Dog Nation to come and speak. So I guess I'm going to have to talk about uh, recruiting and try not to say too much and try not to let loose lips uh, come out right there. But we're going to have a social hour. We're going to hang out with the Jacksonville Bulldog Club. Always very good people there. I remember hanging out with them before the game last year, before the cocktail party as well. Good folks down there in Jacksonville. And if you guys know my personal story, uh, Jacksonville will always be a very, very special place to me and also my family. But, uh, guys, that's been Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. Go up and down those aisles. Throw the candy in there. The little ones are going to thank you for it. Treat all those little ones like five stars. Speaking of five stars, guys, that has been your intel. I'm Jeff Sintel. We'll see you guys again later on the pages of dognation.com. Have fun in Jacksonville. Get home. Get back to Jacksonville. Get back home from Jacksonville. And we'll look forward to seeing everybody down there as well as Georgia takes on those lousy stinking, in the words of my good friend Brandon Adams, on Saturday. You guys have a good one. We'll see you guys later on dognation.com and Before the Hedges. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle. 